dose. You are now tuned into the Milk and Honey Podcast. All the money in the world couldn't even amount to a teaspoon of honey when it melt your mouth. Real estate development, mm-hmm. anything real estate uh, from Airbnb to Section 8 to new construction to restaurants, clubs, um, full service real estate investment firm. Um, now, the youngest broker in the state of Georgia, as well as your oh, Brother to the guys who sit here. Um, a lot of people don't know that. They just think that we best friends for some reason. But y'all look alike. What are you saying to me? This is my blood brother. Like uh, I actually prayed for this young man. That's crazy. I know a lot of people don't be liking these siblings sometimes, but I love each other. I love my kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, so of course I'm from New Orleans as well. Uh, I got a different background, different story, but it all aligns the same. Estate tycoon. I recently became a real estate agent. Um, okay. You know what I'm saying? So we working, man. We working. You know, just buying, selling, mm-hmm. doing everything, building. We here. So we come to y'all when we're looking for a house. Whatever you need. Okay. Everything. everything. And if y'all didn't know, you guys are licensed in Georgia here as well. I think Louisiana. Louisiana. Okay. Florida. Florida. So a lot of times too, when you get your license in Georgia, they have reciprocity in some states in the South. So make sure it doesn't matter if you're in like any other state, make sure you hit them up so they can find someone to help you. We will go grab a license in D.C. Maryland. Maryland is a good one as well too. So the Maryland market, and we'll get to markets as well too, you guys, because I know everybody always wants to learn where can I be investing. But today's episode is all about entrepreneurship. We're talking about how to be a serial entrepreneur, as well as what does it look like in actuality, because I feel like Instagram is so fake. I literally said this week, Instagram is fake, okay? But you got to meet people in real life and see what they actually have going on to really see what it is you need to do to get there, okay? So first we're going to talk about Buzz on the Streets. Did you watch the Oscars? I didn't watch the Oscars. Did y'all watch the Oscars? Yeah. I didn't watch it, but See? I got the instant reaction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell I Someone said they were like, like the Oscars, if they ever wondered how to get black folk to watch the Oscars, this was the year. 
Well, I only watched it because Beyonce performed at the beginning. They had so many guests. Yeah, but I only watched it. That's all I want to talk about. Monica. And she looks fabulous. And she looks great. Why not? So Every fun. single time. You saw Blue in there? Of course. Baby Blue. Blue. She was the two girls from the King Richard movie. Yes, they were cute. Shooting out twins, but they were they were there. They were cute. Oh, they not twins. Okay, yeah, Beyonce did a whole performance at the beginning, and it was like tennis based, like King Richard, because she had one of her songs in King Richard on the soundtrack. So she did a whole thing there, and it was a live show. You know Beyonce. She gets to do that kind of shit. But it's like, have you noticed now on award shows and everything, they don't even shoot them like on the stage anymore. They shoot them right. Okay. So, because that was outside, she did it outside. She yeah, it looked like it was a costume, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what did you all think about the moment everybody is talking when Will Smith, uh, the slap heard around the world? All right. So initially, he got an opinion on that. I thought it was staged. I thought it was a staged situation, mm-hmm. but like after like hearing the audio, like mm-hmm. the actual audio that came out from whatever country, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, Chris Rock's real reaction, yeah. like he was, he was really flustered. Yeah, like, definitely. You could tell it was like, whoa, like damn. So he kept it calm and he was like, "Let me get my bag." And you know what I'm saying? Keep it professional. He was gonna get his bag regardless, though, if he yeah, but if he reacted or didn't. True, but he, like it's a different reaction. It's a level of, I guess. See, that's what. That's what people have their like their opinions on. It's like, oh, he held himself very well and kept yeah, it professional. He, kept he had every right to like scrap with Will Smith on that sh- uh, afterwards did. if he wanted to. Let's Not even that. afterwards, right? Right, right, right then and there, like definitely, he had every right. So, but I mean, we can go to your opinion next since you're uh-huh. team uh, Chris or team. Uh, I ain't got no team. I'm oh, team. No, no, team. You got okay. team Chris or team, team Will. I don't got a team. I'm still like. like I'm a little like conflicted mm-hmm. because half of me feels like I feel well, you know, don't disrespect my wife. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, what was this interview when all the Salcino was up there? He didn't want that smoke with a New Orleans man. You feel what I'm saying? He did not want that smoke. So he chose his battles. I'm mm-hmm. not big on like strategic realness. If you real, be real. Be real. Mm-hmm. You feel me? If you bought that smoke, be bought the smoke. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Smoke it like, out. My man will air this you gotta be <laughs> Pretty much. Like, Let him know. I feel like if you're going to be about it, be about it. Like with us, it ain't, I don't care who you are. You know what I'm saying? Corporate, street, if I feel the way I feel the way, and you're going to feel it yeah. immediately. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know me to know that. You feel me? So it's like, I can't really vouch for Will on that one. That was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think... <laughs> <laughs> it was inappropriate and it was maybe, maybe, it. I mean, it was strategic. Like he couldn't have did that to no one. I was just like August, like, that little itty bitty little August. I mean, he wanted yeah, to be the end of the back of maybe. Maybe itty bitty. He's maybe packing something. I just know, like maybe. I did hit it on too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come to all it. Yeah, he so, he's so packing something. Could see a little thing. I don't know. I'm if I had to say, like I understand both point of views, but I am. You know, like more towards Chris because like don't ever put your hands on me no matter mm-hmm. what I say. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so definitely like Chris had every right and maybe should have actually like you just allowed a nigga, I mean a man, to slap you and you just gonna keep on going. Like he just slapped you in front of your woman probably sitting right there in front of everybody in front of the world. In front of the world. world. There were sixteen million people who tuned in. That's a fifty eight percent. 
Like it went up fifty eight percent in viewers on, since before Oscar. Like black people are the consumer. Let me tell you something, okay? Well, no, not black people are the consumer usually in Oscar. It went up because Beyonce and of course they well, rewatched the Oscars the next year. Y'all watch, so. watch the Oscars next year. Oh, that doesn't mean something's cater. gonna always happen. No, but now the they're gonna really gonna cater. But I want to so, say with Bill. Let me ask you another question. Do y'all think it was it a real slap or was it a stage slap? I think it's a real slap. The the repercussions, everything behind it, it's not it's not adding up to a joke. So I have an opinion on it because I do feel as though like, because when you look at the clip, you see Will. They show Jada's face and she rolls her eyes, right? And then right. Will looks like he's because he, you know, like, yeah. But I think it was they were saying, well, it was like a short play because he actually was laughing at the jokes he said previously. Mm -hmm. Now with Jada, she's been very open about her battle with alopecia. And what that is, and then you know, especially with them being very open on Red Table Talk, right? Right. Christian had a little bit more sensitivity to right. what was going on, but at the same he's time, he's a comedian as well, and that's what they always say: right. everything is up for grabs. The thing about it that I personally yeah, feel okay, but comedians also can't like. But I mean, you, you can make the joke just what comes with it. You can make that joke. Now, sport. Will did have every right to say, "Keep my wife's name out your." You know, at the mouth. I didn't think so. That was cool. With him going up and slapping him, I really don't feel. You know, I was like, this is a straw that like broke the camel's back. That's all it was. Like, this right. man has been going through four years. People talking so much ish about their relationship, mm -hmm. their marriage, mm -hmm. and all the stuff he had to deal with with the August Alcina thing. It's just like, okay, I'm not going to take this anymore. Like, y'all not about to do this. And then you don't know maybe what she's going through at home. She could be crying. It's very traumatic. Right, yeah. So he's just yeah. like, I need to protect her. And something, um, uncomfortable conversations with a black man that the guy who does it, he pointed out in um, Will's autobiography he always relates back to the first occurrence he never protected right. his mom. Yeah. And he was like, I never protected my mom from he my dad. Like a coward. He, he always felt like a coward. And he always said, like, you know, I will never allow that to ever happen to a woman I love again. Mm -hmm. He was like, I will. So I think there are a lot of things that go into people's it's reactions. Deeper, yeah. It's so you much just deeper. never know what's going on. You never on. know. Because right. he was crying like Samuel Jack, but Will can cry. That's the one thing Will can do. He can cry when he needs yeah, to cry. Exactly. All I know he is, cry. He got I awards, always said I wanted a Philly dude. <laughs> I always used to say it. Oh I always used to say it. Well, do you think that he should have his Oscars like taken back? No. 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 He still will. That has nothing to do with like, any it of it. It's literally a real never diminish or anything. That's my favorite thing with Will Smith. Like, Prince taught me a lot. So much. Have y'all watched The Land? I watched it. Did you not watch the finale? You didn't watch the finale? You don't watch it. I can't talk about it. No, I didn't watch the finale. I'm not sure that I'm not. No, I can't. I can't. I don't want to ruin it for y'all, but. I got my shows and. The acting on the show is so good. Some people say it's mediocre. No, I actually think it's good. Is it Jamari, the guy who stars in it? I think he actually does a really good job. I like it. I don't know. It's just like, I want to. I really want to like Bel Air, but because French Prince just did such a great job, it's just like no one can really replace them at all. It's a more reality spin, but I also think that, you know, the French Prince model is just superseded and they didn't like it. Yeah. So they got to come back and spin it and make it negative. We got to have Carlton Snowden crack, Hillary Instagram, whatever it is. No, it's Dan I don't know that about her. I haven't seen it. I just know that it's all bad. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't like that though. It's a negative spin on it, but it is a, a taste of today's reality. But I think that they they kind of like you know moved it around. Um, so Bel Air to me, 
one, the thing that I always notice about Bel Air, I just need to know who the damn stylist is. Because they they me, oh, yeah. Hillary, I thought uh, Hillary would wear the uh, new oh,
Me, right now, I do want abs, but that means I have to take out pasta. So I, I teeter on that. Y'all know? That's me, too. I love I gotta take the sweets out. I love my sweets. I love a drink. I love my sweets. I think I'm addicted to sugar. Like, I went in his house last night. Dude got cupcakes, brownies, cookies. Look at y'all. semis and he also has um, sweatshirts and he's a battle rapper 
I don't know anything about him in the hollow. I was like, the man ain't just on wildin' out. He got sweaters. Does he promote it? Because that's all you need. Battle rap? Battle rap, you gotta like, you know, like, it's battle rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go to the site. Like, you go on site and y'all chit-chat. Battle rap. Oh, y'all must know that. It's a little different. And the trucking and logistics industry definitely was very lucrative. Being mm-hmm. a union is, you know, definitely multi-billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. Think about Amazon and stuff like that. Different DST services, like packages and things that constantly get dropped off. I'm always Please. hearing about someone getting a, another truck, a box truck, a semi truck, but then I saw mm-hmm. saw there's a shortage in truckers with drivers with PDL license. So how are y'all getting part. trucks and not have because mm-hmm. a sitting right. truck is not making so, any money? So right. I have to a driver. So the thing about trucking too, there are a lot of opportunities. Well, trucks right now. Let's talk about semis. So you all know the issue going on right now with like the chips in your cars, right? Mm-hmm. In the same, yeah, there's a shortage, shortage, right? right. So that means what used to be, like semis used to be like 50, 60 to get a used, right? Like right mm-hmm. now, semis are going for like $100,000 mm-hmm. off the bat, right? Right. And we're talking about a semi, you have to think about to finance that, that's like 10% interest at least mm-hmm. to just get your first semi. You talk about a box truck, our box truck now, if we sell our box truck tomorrow for when we got it, we could get like $30,000, $40,000 for it. That's how much it's gone up. So mm-hmm. the price right now for like a box truck, you could probably get a nice one, used one for like 75, 65, right? But that's hot. Box yeah. trucks used to be $20,000, y'all. Yeah, you can yeah. get two box you trucks. You can still, I mean, what year is your box <clears throat> truck? It's a 2016. Very 2016, good yeah, very, uh, and they're, they're not using fiberglass. They're using mm-hmm. all older parts because older parts, I heard, yeah. are sturdier. They that's are. why your, the truck is longer lasting. But there's a trick to getting good drivers. There are drivers out there. People just don't tell it about it a lot, but there are a lot of different ways that you can keep it running, but the average kind of time span, people normally are in trucking for like six months and then mm-hmm. they have to bow out, mm-hmm. right? Because you have to spend capital to right. pay for those. Sometimes you have to think about it. You're not always going to get contract, get load. Right. We struggled with that. We didn't mm-hmm. get consistent load. We had to put our truck in a place outside of Georgia for us to get consistent load. Like that is a very costly business to be in. And so when so okay. it's very, 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 <laughs> I'll say this. I got a little insight with it. You got on with it. the, I guess the trucking industry. Cause mm-hmm. I was a, a logistics account executive. Mm-hmm. I did that for like eight weeks though. Don't say eight weeks. <laughs> I don't care about corporate America. Like, you know, he's a, he's that guy in corporate America. But for me, I looked at it and I had a different outlook on, I guess, what I really wanted mm-hmm. from my education. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, we got quarter million dollar education, Spelman, Morehouse, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a million dollars sitting at this table right now just in education. Right. Yeah. All right. So from there, I never really wanted to be, uh, like, work my way up through the corporate America right. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So when I graduated from Morehouse 2018 with the mm-hmm. marketing sales, cool. I was like, you know, the American dream. Go get the job. You graduate, go get right. the job. Yeah. I got the job. Every day I will receive the email from the billionaire mm-hmm. CEO yeah. mm-hmm. with like a little motivational quote that he probably <laughs> didn't even send. His right? comms partner sent it. automated it's message. It's an automated <laughs> message that he already got plotted out for the whole year. He's mm-hmm. sending it to everybody in the company. Meanwhile, he probably somewhere about to go play golf. Right. On a yacht. On a yacht, somewhere chilling with his wife, doing whatever. Just looking like, looking at his bank like, ha, ah, He don't know look at the bank. He know what comes Right, but tonight. just to look at it, though. He look at it like, T. Come on. Come on, wow. 
okay, cool. <laughs> I see both sides of the industry um, as an account executive because I see the people who are their own entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. own their own trucks, and are going out there and picking up, dropping off. Yeah. And I also see the other side, the the main companies, like the big companies who are sending off these loads and stuff mm -hmm. like that, or getting these loads delivered. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the bottom numbers that they're getting, and I'm a, a logistics exec, I'm right in the middle, so it's like, I'm middleman and all of this stuff, so I'm like, I see how lucrative it is, mm -hmm. but this base salary is not worth my time to be in here mm -hmm. to do this. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So from there, I took that, and I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, right. I, I quit. Yeah. So I was like, I started doing the, the brunch, Brunch Vibes Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I know y'all know about that. The lit brunch in the city. sitting in this office all day, every day. Every and you know, you time. commit, you, mm -hmm. when you work a corporate job, you're committing, like, literally, basically your whole day. So yeah. if you got to be at the office for seven, you got to get up at six so you can commute. Mm -hmm. right. How many hours did you put in for the promo versus... You talking about, about, you talking about an Instagram post? <laughs> just one, you, just like, a, you just sent it off to you guys. You talking about text a couple people, like, yo, pop out to the brunch Sunday, like, what you doing, you want to get a section? Okay. Like, quick. No, 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 like no major work. Around, like, I got to post that No, no, I no post me that having too. to sit that. there oh, in the right. office and make uh, hundreds of phone calls mm -hmm. every day. Doing both even two is hard, and we'll talk, because that, that helps us transition into our next topic, which is a serial matter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. I like that. Oh, so Did y'all get it? So I got it. A serious, serious matter. Yes. A serial matter. Y'all should laugh a little hard. We need to laugh at that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so I do want us to talk a little bit more about like what that looks like for people to transition into entrepreneurship, right, and get into business. Because a lot of people, especially our age, I don't know, I was saying this to my mentor the other day, who's also my business partner, I said, millennials are very big dreamers. Right. And it's a good thing, but it can also be a bad, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you have to go and get it. You mm -hmm. can say things like, okay, I want to do this, I want to do that, but at the end of the day, if you're not taking the action and making a plan to get there, what's the point? Mm -hmm. right. So when it comes down to it, like, and getting into, for instance, let's start with real estate. Right. Is that an eight ball? It is. You make That's a lot of money over here, Sacrifice. Mm. If you want to get into real estate, um, and I know a lot of people started off, you don't have that startup capital to actually say, here go $20,000, here go $40,000 to mm -hmm. put down on a situation. Um, so, realistically, it's all about putting that money up. Because you get money, everybody get money, but it's about what you're doing mm -hmm. with that money. Yeah. Um, so, a lot of the time, my whole thing is the sacrifice. Like, um, I learned that if you wanted to be great, you 
you had to put up 80% and then live off the 20%. But I took that to the next level and I did 90-10, right? So that means 90% of what I'm getting, I was putting that away and acting like I never even, this, this never even existed. I don't even see that. So like what, what are a few sacrifices yeah. like specifically that you are making? Specifically for yeah. me, I just bought a car like this year. Yeah. Even though like I have like I bought a nice car. I bought a Benz. So like before Big that body Benz. I bought a Benz. So <laughs> before that, you know I got my I still got my Honda Civic. You know what I'm saying? Like why mm -hmm. running the Honda Civic? Those are really Very good on gas. You know what I'm saying? $20, $30. Even now, yeah. in the, the with the gas prices, how high they are, high. I'm dropping $30 in the Honda and we ride. You know, Do you know how good. much my gas was the other day? $30. I'm probably just going to put $100. Yeah. 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 What you, what you drop a Range Rover? What you drop a Range Rover? And then when you go out to park that Range Rover, they want, what, $100 to park that Range right? I'm when I go, when I go pop my Civic, they be like, go ahead, you put that motherfucker right there. And down. I don't, and I don't ever <laughs> valet. I'm like, no, I need to see it. So how much do I need to give you to see yeah. it? Every time I'm valet. So it's different time. sacrifices, you feel me? Those mm -hmm. trips that I know Chantal loves to take, you feel me? It might be the bags. She might have to, she would have to cut back on that. It might be the bags, it might be the purses, it might be the shoes. Yeah, if you want to get to that next level. Right. She said she called a deal. She called a deal. Everyone's always a deal. Everything's always a deal. Everything's always a deal. It's always a buy one, get one. No, literally, it is always a dollar. Get this half off. It is always a dollar. That's how they get you. You just got to have a little bit of discipline. Did you have that same drive? But like, Are you still working in corporate? Or did you step away from that? So, really, I still had a corporate job. Ultimately, like, for me, I it was discipline. Like, I was like, you know what? I knew it was gonna do. Like this has been a five-year plan. I knew I was gonna be young as fuck. I knew I was gonna get the contract. I knew everything that's being done. I knew mm -hmm. was gonna be done. We literally set out our plans at like when we was in Morehouse, and yeah. we were literally so, like, executing everything. King Richard, y'all have that. Yeah. that uh, everything that we said. Nine year, thirty year plan did. or whatever. It's, it's set up. Plan. It's on it popping. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right. I looked at all the corporate jobs. I said, okay, well, I can take a, a job here that's not gonna be as demanding. Mm -hmm. and Jobs paying me 200 to go to New York, but I was like, nah, I ain't gonna do it. And that was like a job I really wanted to create. It was paid, yeah, that was a lit, lit job. Where I was guy intern with him, he paid 23,000 for his senior year. And I already had a full ride, so they just straight cash. But Coltrane, yeah, Coltrane, shout out, shout out Coltrane, that's my guy. Shout team out. 50, shout out. <laughs> I'm looking out. Come on, Morehouse, looking out. Hey, y'all peep the name drops in here too. Y'all can call the name drops. We got some name but drops in here. Ultimately, I took on the job, like, I started working. Three weeks after graduation mm -hmm. in corporate America, been there since. Um, but I told myself I wanted to get in there and learn the infrastructure. So mm -hmm. Cox is a family-owned business. Yeah. yeah. But out of the top ten billionaires in the world, three of them are Cox family. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? So they don't sell stocks, they don't sell shares, we don't get shares, equity. They oh, own a hundred percent. Wow. And I'm like, how did they do that? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I told myself I wanted to get in and learn the structure of how they do it. Um, the corporate culture, great company overall. I have nothing bad to say about the company. Like, if I was to work for somebody, I would work for them. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I've been there so long versus like a Century or some like bigger company because mm -hmm. I knew I would have I to really that. like give up too much time traveling, hours, and all right. of that. Whereas at Cox, like, they give you unlimited paid time off. Mm -hmm. 
My son was born, I got eight weeks off. Yeah. Guaranteed raise, guaranteed bonus. Benefits. Y'all benefits. Y'all benefits are slept on. Yeah, right. y'all always say, you know, grab this, but people need some benefits. Yeah, benefits. Definitely. So I took, I looked at that part of it. I said, okay, while I'm building these businesses, right, I'm going to take my brother bread and then take their bread and just yeah. match it. So now I don't, I really didn't know how much I made until mm-hmm. I got a, I got a raise. I mean, I got a, a promotion like mm-hmm. two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I did not know how much I made <laughs> <laughs> because it just goes into my Navy federal account. Mm-hmm. And I look up. Don't even yeah, look at it. Right? I don't really look at it. Like, you know, I look like every couple months. I take. You go through your account. email that says they're going to direct deposit. Yeah. <laughs> like, but at first. In 2018, I used to look for them checks. Uh-huh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, damn, I, I couldn't wait to get that little <laughs> whatever, 1500 or whatever it was every two weeks. But now I'm like, <laughs> what is that? What is that? You know what I'm saying? But I do have respect for it, which is why I'm still there. Um, because, like, okay, I get this bag, why not? And also do the both. I think I've been successful in corporate America because, truth be told, the people around me that work with me know my skill set, my level. Like, I do retail construction. I'm a general contractor. A better person mm-hmm. that's doing like opening stores or like renovating stores and stuff like that, dealing with contractors in the nation than me when this is what I do. Yeah, you could be incorporated you know, 20 years worth of experience, right. but you're not a general contractor. Mm-hmm. I know what you're doing, I know the work that goes into it, I know they're charging us too much. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I've been able to kind of balance it. Um, but initially, it was a heavy time constraint as far as um, you know, getting in the office seven and seven. I can't lie, if COVID wouldn't have happened, I probably wouldn't have still been there. Yeah. Because Change going to Sandy Springs every day, you know, having to be there for nine, I'm there from seven to seven, what am I getting done? Right. I can't call a bank, yeah, I, I can't yeah. go to the offices, right. I can't really look for nothing. So I grinded it out, I showed houses after hours, my weekends were showing houses. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice was really like, I stayed down. I, yeah. eat, I eat the same thing every day though. I eat oatmeal with cut up bananas, <laughs> brown cheese, tuna fish, you know what I'm saying? Um, granola bars. Mm-hmm. I'm a minimalist. Like people in my class, you be like, "Oh, Jay, he, he." It's like y'all, y'all don't know. Like, they think he's cheap. You're not cheap. Wait, you think he's a minimalist? It's gonna sacrifice. I'm a minimalist. Like I don't like the thing is like, do we got bread? I don't know because he's so. But that's how you want it. You don't want exactly. people knowing that you like, got bread. We're about to make a Starbucks run. I really want Starbucks. I'm like, right? I don't know. But Justin, yeah, I don't know. lie. Look, if you want, it makes it better. It makes it better because I'm the guy. I'll spend it. Like, I'll spend it. I go with my move. I have fun. I, I enjoy it. What's your zodiac sign? I'm a tourist. No, you're not. We're both not tourists. I'm a toxic tourist, baby. Don't call me toxic. I'm not toxic. The first step is admitting. I'm not going to admit it. It's okay. I'm not going to admit it. Because we got too many tourists in the building. Because to know us is to love us. It's okay. It's to know us is to love us. That's so true. Justin, he, he, like, low-key, like, 
handles the finances on like the brain side, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm the brain, yeah. he the brain. So it's like, I might hit you like, yeah, bro, you know, X, Y, and Z. He like, yo. I'm like, nigga, what you mean? How you gonna tell me though? It's my brain. I said what I said. Send me the, no, bro, we gotta think about this, that, and the third. And then when I start putting it together, I'm like, all right, you okay. right. Okay. It's good. I can, sacrifice and not, I can sacrifice and not do this or not get that. You feel okay. me? It when I think about that. the bigger picture. I mean, ultimately, you it's a lot of luxuries mm-hmm. that people want. You know and I want, I'm, I'm a luxury. You don't have to have it. You know what I'm saying? I like it. I like it. I want it. I got it. What I indulge in, yeah, I think. Yeah, you allow yourself to have or to, to do. Well, of the late, my son, whatever. He gonna get it. Oh, okay. Whatever. Justin like um, clothes, jewelry, like that's and your, cars. Honestly. That's like your thing. Clothes, jewelry. And those are the most expensive things. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 I feel like, you know, even with the jewelry, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not going to go and buy something that's going to depreciate on me. Okay. I'm a hell of a negotiator. The strategy is there. We got strategic partnerships. Shout out Static Jewelers. Strategic right. partnership with them. Um, you know what yes. I'm saying? But we're able to get things done at a very, very beneficial price point for everyone. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, when it comes to, like, cars, I like cars, but it has to make sense. Mm-hmm. So I bought a Tesla. Um, in 2020, I just bought a brand you new. You I love the Tesla. So, prime example, right? I could have bought a Model X at that point. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go pay cash for Model 3. You feel mm-hmm. me? I wanted a Model X. I still want a Model X. Mm-hmm. But it don't make sense, so I'm not going to buy a Model X. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what are you doing it for? Is it for the flex or is it for the purpose? People and just like you said, it's so the yeah. flex for others. You get off that fucking app. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Get off that fucking app. Because think about credit is right. God forbid something goes left. I got these credit card bills. 
it ultimately would just default and then it'll fall off your credit automatically in seven years. Mm-hmm. So I can hypothetically run up a half a million dollars in credit debt and it default. It don't got nothing to do with what I got in my bank account. Mm-hmm. You spend your quarter million in cash and you have no credit, you're broke. Like, what you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Your kid can't go get a, a student loan because you can't sign for it.
two, three months to pay off another thousand dollars. But essentially, I forgot about that car because I stopped working there, and then I just completely forgot about it. Moved addresses and everything, so they sending mail to an address that I'm not at. So this is just constantly incurring, you know what I'm saying, and being negative on my report. So as at sometimes it's like you got to be literate when you taking credit out because like you saying about the zero uh, zero percent interest and stuff like that, they had crazy interest rates. So that that thousand dollar credit line ended up costing yeah, yeah. yeah. three thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? So just be careful, man. Mm-hmm. Credit credit is crazy. It, it yeah. can be very beneficial or it can ruin you. Yeah. So thank thankfully I was able to recover from that because that was years ago. But you know my credit situation is. Yeah. How long did it take you? To not long. Build it back not long. Up? Not long. Because not we know the steps. Like yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have a very, very intelligent brother. You feel me? He, he does a lot of research. So like I said, I'm the brain. He the brain. So it's like a lot of the times I'll just like pay him to figure it out. Like and he can get it done. And the situation is, you know, there's no money. Way. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Like the credit situation that goes back to the whole thing. If he has spent a thousand dollars in cash, mm-hmm. it's gone. Credit situation, the car defaulted. After about a year of no payments, they're gonna default. And what happens is with credit, companies write it off as bad debt as a loss on their tax return. Mm-hmm. So legally, they can't write off a loss and take a tax break mm-hmm. and then come back and charge you for it. Mm-hmm. So then they sell that debt to another collector. Yeah. The collectors yeah. are willing now for a thousand dollars debt to take three, four hundred dollars. Why? Because it's free bands. They sell your information to the list, mm-hmm. which is also illegal. That's why you're able to dispute it. So with his. I know dispute it, writing a letter, they got 30 days to respond. Um, I'm like, you don't. you don't respond. Mm-hmm. If there's any inaccuracy or inefficiency in the process, they have to remove it. So, you know, you might go through two, three letters with them, mm-hmm. but a letter costs $3 to mail certified mail. So what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? $1,000, $9, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Boom, got it off, it's gone. Like it never happened, mm-hmm. it fell off. You feel me, credit went back up. So that's why I'm like, I'm a credit guru. Like, I don't like cash. I, I don't even have a debit card. Mm-hmm. I have no debit cards, but I have like 40 credit cards. Mm-hmm. Like, See? different what business cards. I haven't um, carried cash. So, y'all, I got my second, I applied and got my second credit card the other day. And I was dead ass on the phone. I was like, I don't even remember how to apply for a credit you card. Apple card? Someone like me. I don't even remember how to apply for a credit card anymore. No, I got the Chase preferred because I travel yeah, a lot. A so, my travel since not traveling anymore has been low. And I like to keep my points. I was about to say, they give you good, good points uh, mm-hmm. for where you spend. So, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we use. And that's a really good thing, too, like, hack on living very well as well, too, as an entrepreneur. Because being an entrepreneur is very expensive. So you got to learn how to use your resources. Everything like you said, right credit cards, it could be a great resource for you. So when you're thinking about getting credit cards, thinking about your lifestyle, for instance, a lot of the Chase cards right now, I know Capital One is like an easier one people go with and discover. You have to think about, okay, well, when I spend X amount, I get X amount of points back. Use your points. Mm -hmm. Buy a flight with your points. Mm -hmm. I bought so many flights, so many hotel credits just with my points. And And it works out for you. Like, you have to learn ways to utilize your resources. And that's the next thing I wanted to ask you all before we move to the next topic is you guys have really done well. Ever since I've known you, it's been, you hear often say promotion. You guys used to do music a lot. I remember that when I first met yeah, you studio all. studio and everything. Yeah, like yeah. you all used to do t-shirts. So you used to yeah. do the graphics. 
work and now it's like real estate as well as construction and um, there's something else you guys do as well too but really we can think about multiple buckets yeah definitely. so when you're thinking about what it is that to be a serial entrepreneur is very hard because you can't always be a jack of all trades right like the trades you got to make sure you make some fucking money right, right yeah so when you're thinking about what skills you need to learn and what trades, like, how do you recognize which ones you want to really like to right. do? You know I what I'm saying? Gonna ask so too. yeah, because right now what y'all all said so far, it sounds like everything that y'all are just naturally interested in. Yeah. yeah. So like the promotion, like the the ATL lifestyle mm-hmm. side, and then you said stemming from you know y'all's uh, nine to five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it sounded like also at the beginning, like I had a natural curiosity. Like yeah. okay, I'm getting an automated message every week like what's this guy doing like, yeah. what's, he, what's going on with him and then from your job as well it's like what's going on like what are they doing to that they don't have to be here from seven to seven like me yeah. that passive and stuff. so yeah it's just it's it's i think it starts right from what you're naturally what you naturally like what you're naturally right. involved in yeah. i definitely would say for me personally i gotta give a lot of my hustle and drive ambition discipline all those mm-hmm. other adjectives to my mom Okay. Uh, she definitely prepared us to be like some hustlers, some go getters, mm-hmm. and just to be confident and to understand that uh, we can create opportunities for ourselves, but our brains are gonna keep us in those rooms, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, just growing up, she would always make sure that we would do things that a normal kid wouldn't really do. Like I evicted before like when I was like <laughs> a teenager, you know what I'm saying? Like grown men, I'm like serving eviction papers or collecting yeah, rent, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Different things like that. Showing property. Um, yeah, showing yeah. properties, like everything. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it has just been instilled in us. And I guess our taste also, you know what I'm saying? Is been expensive taste. Like yeah. so not saying that we came from a like a wealthy family or not saying that we came from a poor family either. Right. But like we were comfortable, however, we always wanted more. Right, your lifestyle thrived in that. Yeah. So with that being said, Mama, my grandmother, they would always say, "Oh, y'all, y'all better make a lot of money, cause y'all got expensive taste." You know what I'm saying? Which we do. So it's like, with that being said, one form of payment of making money that's not that would never be enough. It would never be enough. So with that being said, we started looking at it like, okay, this property could be this expense, this property this expense, you know, this is passive, this is passive. Um, okay, cool, we're gonna hustle, we're gonna do this. Print t-shirts, fix phones. Justin been doing that oh, his yeah. whole life. Like literally his whole life, he's been like a technology guy. Like I I bought my my first laptop that I bought myself cash, he broke it, right? Like, as a kid, he just sit back clicky-clacking on it. Broke my laptop. But then, when he got a little bit older, he ended up fixing that laptop and using it for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, different things like that, it was just already in him. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't really like, mm-hmm. it wasn't something that we had to go and figure out, if you get what I'm saying. Like, the different, the hustle was just naturally in us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the drive to just, like, want more is just in us. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You gotta want it. I think, it. from my perspective, Anything that I do or commit to, invest in, talk about, take my time in, I think I have to believe in. You know what I'm saying? I don't do nothing I don't believe in. If it can make me a million dollars in a day, if I don't believe in it, I'll do it. Because I'm true to myself first. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So any business that I have done was something that I was passionate about. Mm-hmm. You know, the technology, I like technology. I was like, you know, this is a, a definite a lucrative move. And when real estate, I know that they're never gonna have a shortage for like not being in real estate. Real estate is gonna be there forever. And the market's gonna turn, but it's probably still gonna be profitable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, it's still gonna be the numbers. So I got tied into that. Um, like I said, from the upbringing and then just from kind of seeing like how communities are and how people really get caught into like the whole trap of thinking that they can't buy. It costs so much money to buy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't. Um, there are grants and programs. So I knew I could buy a crib, you know what I'm saying, and get a grant. I got a $15,000 luxury grant and I sold myself my house, so I got a commission check. So I put no money down. I made 15 bands off of it, um, furnished my house with check, got a tax break every year for the interest that I pay on the mortgage, then my business writes off mortgage expenses for my home office, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, I use everything, like, it's like, man, this home ownership is lit, because I'm writing off yeah. everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized, like, people don't know that, and they need to know, mm-hmm. um, on the flip side of it, we got family members who, you know, were on Section 8, who were in the trenches, and I think that being where you live at definitely dictates kind of how you move and who you become because that's your environment. So yeah. I took it personally like, okay. Either you let it define you or yeah. you let it like make you into that creature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You become that monster mm-hmm. and be the light for your community or you, you become you become part of it. Yeah. And we you know, just took it and pushed. Um, so I think overall like to answer the question in short whatever it is that entrepreneurs do, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of times people sounds cool. Right. I want to have a boutique. Yeah. I want to do this. I want right. to do an Instagram model. Right. I want to sell hair. Why? Because it's cool. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's not like, just cool. I mean, okay. So but I it actually sounds lucrative. And that's what I was about to say. Those are some other questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those from the actually. So, you know, Atlanta's all about, like, people coming out here to make it on their own mm-hmm. and all different kinds of industries. And you have the, all kinds of people in Atlanta. You know, being out there... Do you meet a lot of like-minded people who are just like, like really about it, or just you meet a lot more people who are like fronting for real? I ain't gonna lie, I meet. I'm and what kind of people are the ones who are fronting? A lot of people the ones who are like mm-hmm. really about it. Because I get DMs, calls, yeah, texts all the time. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I really, like, really want to learn, or I really want to invest, or I really want to do this, or I want to do that. I'm like, bet. Mm-hmm. My number hasn't changed right. like since before Hurricane mm-hmm. Katrina. I got the same phone number. I got. Business phone numbers, of course, but I have the same direct line. If you tapped in and you want to, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the time it'd be cap. It's cap. It's cap. It's cap. Most of the time, it's a lot it's of the time. Cap. Most of the time, it's cap. Honestly, I'll put it like this. The people that y'all think are really the movers and shakers uh-huh. in the scene yeah, yeah. be the biggest cap. Really? And we know because we're in a room, you know what I'm saying? We Please see it from again. different mm-hmm. sides. Um, and how do you know it's when you call them up and say, hey, let's do this, or when they come to you and it's not making any sense? Like, and I'm a mix of both. Like, Okay. You can mix up both. You know, a lot of people call talking, you know, I kid you not, like just yesterday, one of my partners called me, you know, he G-Wagon, AP, mm-hmm. jewelry, this and that. I want to do a deal, I want to do a deal. All right, come on, let's do something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm about to go buy this apartment. What you got? You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh man, you know, I'm trying to get in. I got cash, I got cash. All right, how much? Okay. Mm-hmm. I can put a five up, bro. I Like, what kind of people do you like that come to you? So realistically, right, 
that's just like a segment of a cap. Like, bro, you. <laughs> so cap has multiple. He's talking about he got five. You can't do nothing with five. No, you can't do nothing with five. Because commercial, you can't do nothing with five. Find a guy. I can do something with five. I can do something with it. I can do something with it. I can do my payroll for a day. To bring that guy in. I can do my payroll for a day. I can pay my they gonna find something else. Give me whatever that five can do. That could pay some of your people. Put me, give me like a two percent. That's one day. That's one day. That's one day. Construction be like months. So a lot of times when people now will provide you with the alternative. When people right. want the five thousand, the two thousand, the ten, go get in the crowdfunding and go own a house with. How many other yeah. people? Oh, yeah. Bring me five more dollars. Bring me five more people with five dollars. Then, then we can talk. Let's talk. The reason why I'm saying it's cap because it's like you know to the world on Instagram, mm -hmm. he's walking around with all this that, money, yeah. mm -hmm. this jewelry, the G wagon, <laughs> the designer. You like you got all that, but like come on, we come down to getting this real money. What is that? And that's where it be cap. I think. When it comes down to even with that, like right, you say oh, I got five. All right, well, shoot, how long can you invest your five? Man, you how quick you need it back? Two weeks. What? Like, <laughs> what do you? What you? What you return? He's like, like, oh man, I'm, at least a double. Like, no, bro, this is real. You life. can't even do that at the bank. Yeah, the bank will give you pennies on it. But to your point, we don't shut nobody, you know, based on how much you got, how you invest. So we do allow a lot of our smart budget classes um, invest with us in capital. We'll take, you know. Whatever, really, that they give, and we'll give them back anywhere from a 15 to 25% return annually paid okay. quarterly. Um, and we allow them to buy into our pool. So, apartment complex, we have many classmates, my line brothers, chapter brothers, um, invest in a lot of our projects. And we give them a return because, really and truly, the five, I'm never going to say that it's nothing because that is a lot. I don't remember when it took me like two, three months to save the five from working. You know what I'm saying? After paying bills and working, that's a lot. But I realize sitting in the bank, I'm getting a penny a month. Right. All right, what is that? So if I come back and get a 20% return on that five, it's a thousand dollars. So we guarantee people a return. Yeah. We don't allow you to um, invest and lose. So essentially, mm -hmm. we personally guarantee all the loans. Ours isn't based on equity stake, it's a, a, a term rate. So mm -hmm. you give me five bands, we give you back anywhere from 10 to 20% on it, and we're gonna pay you quarterly. And should something happen in the market or something, we don't do it like that, it's just, like back in the day too like of course it, it's very good to always be um, a customer of the bank but when you could then start to become the bank that's when you know the game has changed it literally right. hits yeah. different right it does mm -hmm. and ultimately like that's the goal so we pool together funds um We've been blessed to where our credibility speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. We don't take money that we already have already. That's the thing, too. Like, I'm not going to take 100000 from you if I don't have 100000 mm -hmm. If I don't have access to liquid, I'm not going to take it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's easier to leverage additional capital and make money because I might take you know 100 from you and pay you back 120 but I just made 300 off that. Mm -hmm. So I'm cool with you. You excited. You got 20 bands because the money will just sit in the account. I'm ecstatic because I just made 300 you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it works out. Um, but the cap be real in the sense of like the people that are saying they got this, they got that. Because mm -hmm. you can't cap to somebody who knows what's going on. Right. You feel yeah. me? Right. I do this all day, every day. This is what we do. So just from hearing what you're saying, I know if you're really in the trenches or not. You know what I'm saying? And what you actually are doing. 
And I think that a lot of the times people get into the cap. Me, I'm never the type to really have the cap. I'm more probably one of the conservative guys. I got jewelry, but that's about it. Like, and I just started. Yeah. He bought me this. I didn't buy this. My mama bought the car here for Christmas. Uh, he bought me the chain. And it's not even funny. This is my son. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, in the back. Like, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm more like, cool, but to come down to business and deals, like, everybody knows our brain is like, oh, they bought this business. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't got to do the flash. I got that Lambo truck. Mm-hmm. Um, I could mm-hmm. yesterday. I would buy it. Like, I'm on houses though. You saying? So yeah. don't I'm so That be that be the sacrifice. That really be the sacrifice though. Like it really do. Yeah. I swear I'll concentrate. And you know, honestly, so, truthfully, yeah, yeah. I can't drive. Like I really don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> so, and just what I said, I really like I can drive. I'm good at driving, but like I can't drive. Why would I get a why would I get a quarter million dollar car that's gonna depreciate in value if I even put a fucking scratch on this bitch? And I know, I know me personally, I'm gonna probably fuck that bitch up. That's why I'm really excited. That's why I'm really excited about the Cybertruck. That's why I'm excited. Excuse me, but the Cybertruck though. Yeah, we did because it's like it's bulletproof. It's bulletproof, dead proof, like. Can't scratch the paint or anything like that. So it's perfect for me. So something can, like that. It's a bubble car. We gonna spend like, like we gonna spend a one million. I can literally like hit anything. But it's a hundred percent tax deductible because it has the weight. You see what I'm saying? So you gotta just see it. But I think to bring it back is just more like do something you're interested in. Don't do it for what it looks like. Don't do it because it sounds cool. Because ultimately that's why businesses fail. If you're not passionate about it, you're not gonna be willing to sign a million dollar loan. Risk your credit. Risk all your bread. Like I, we be balls to the wall. Like on our deals, you know what I'm saying? Like, 100% bread in the deal. Like, I'm living off credit, you feel me? And a lot of the times, people don't be willing to do that. So it's like, ultimately, I look at people like, look, either you're going to live your dreams or someone's gonna hire you to live theirs. And that's what we live by. That's what's on all our stuff because you go to work, you're willing to go give all your time for somebody else's dream, yeah? Let's be real, every company was someone's dream. And yep. you have to be willing to sacrifice. So don't, if you're not really passionate about it and willing to put, like oh. I said, your name behind it, both of my phones as well. <laughs> he got so many phones. I love the other two in the car. Oh uh, my God, Justin. Then don't do it. And I think really with us, I realize that I'm really passionate about it. I mm-hmm. believe in the business. I believe in the real estate and the lives we impact just mm-hmm. from a standpoint of, you know, retail sales to people to being landlords, we, we source, we do luxury renovations for all Section 8. Mm-hmm. All Section 8. Like, I don't care where it's at, all Section 8. And our stuff is nice. Granite, marble, like, it's lit. Stainless steel appliances, like, some of the stuff better than my personal house. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm an advocate for it because those tenants, those people really grow and they feel better. The kids put better schools, just better lives, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And we believe in it and we're willing to put our last into it. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, we're going home next week and we're going to buy two apartment complexes. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of liquid cash going into that. But it's like, okay, those sacrifices are there. Like, all right, can't do X, Y, and Z. Can't go to eat lunch like how y'all want to go out right now and eat lunch. But that's it. I saw y'all was quiet. I saw y'all was quiet when I asked. I'm going to play golf. I would go. I would go. I'm going to play golf. You can come with us, though, Justin. You can come with us. I don't have an extra 50 to spare. Discipline. Well, you get lunch right now, then you can. Why is it clip? You 
know what? Instead of going spend that, y'all about to spend 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, right? Y'all go to the grocery store and go cook. Cook it. I cook all the time. Drink it. Right, y'all go buy the bottle too. Please, <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, you go and we so gonna rude. cook it. We gonna be at home and buy. I be okay, at the crib. Like, I got, I got everything That's to make it jump all the way, but it just didn't taste right. Like it didn't, it didn't taste, taste the same. same. No. Well, you don't need that. You want that. You see what I'm saying? Chipotle not even that good. I'm not eating a Chipotle like bowl. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know where I'm gonna go spend money. my money at. You know where I'm gonna go. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know where I'm going. I'm going to the Buckhead shops. We're gonna go eat, have a mimosa, enjoy my life. You see what I'm saying? Okay? And that's a time. I'm gonna I I got See, it look good I on the ground. But then when you look at that bill, you sign that motherfucker in the hand. I know that. No, can't be certain. Right, so you're actually incurring more mm -hmm. 
But how 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 it works, Gabriel? So the interest is accrued daily. So if yeah, I pay my bill two times this month, then that's 14 days less, less of interest, interest that you because I've already paid it previous. You see what I'm saying? They expect you to wait and to pay the, the full 30 days. Right. But if you pay early. They expect you to do that. Yeah. So, so what is, I guess some people say, well, I pay the minimum. It says pay the minimum at this date every time. Never, I pay the minimum. Never pay the minimum. No. Don't so, forget about the minimum. Just pay the full. Thing if you can't, I'm going to say that. If you can't do anything, pay the minimum. If you can't do anything, because mm-hmm. if something's better than nothing. Most cars are like twenty five dollars. Yeah. So pay the minimum if you can't do anything, and then develop a strategic plan of how to knock down the balance. Mm-hmm. Um, but making those more frequent payments as much as possible monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, if you pay the statement balance versus the full balance is one thing. So I'm a fan of statement balance. So essentially, I'll pay the statement. The statement being thirty days from the start to end date is a statement cycle. Mm-hmm. Meaning you borrowed that money for free. So I'm strategic to where I'll buy something on the 30th day, knowing that my next statement is going to be 30 days after this date, but this cycle ends 15 days. So I borrowed your money for 45 days for free. See what I'm saying? When you paid off the statement balance, that was a borrowing your bread for 30 days. For me, I'm like, if I'm borrowing your bread, I might go buy some material for a house or something, build it, do what I got to do, then, or at least get enough done to where I can go to the bank or a client like, yo, I need a draw. So I was able to front it with no money. I use the bank's bread. Mm-hmm. I pay no interest because if you pay the statement balance, you pay no interest. No interest and purchases today, if your statement ends on the 30th and today's the 28th, then this 28th, the 28th purchase is not due to the next 28th, the next statement. Mm-hmm. So you are able to use that same credit to pay based on cycles. You have to just know your cycle days and utilize it to your best ability. If I know I got a purchase that I need that 45 days to make, I'm going to wait till that cycle is expired in that same day. Yeah. Make that big yeah. purchase and borrow their bread for 45 days for free. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's just tips and tricks. Like, you always have to pay the full balance. Yeah, that's really Interest is based on the statement balance. Heard that before. You feel me? How but do you keep track of all your 40 credit cards, though? Like, how do you. So, like, I was just telling you, you got Josh, Trubel? Um, I got Truebill <laughs> and Mint. Um, oh, and I really cool. look at. Yeah. Oh, I look at everything. Yeah. 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 Mint. Mint is the best thing I've ever done. Since 2017. Um, I'm always skeptical about these new apps. So Mint is like, they're owned by Intuit, which is TurboTax, Credit oh, Karma, yeah. and all of them. Like so MailChimp. They just bought MailChimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, they're incredible. Um, and they have a really good platform. And they show you reminders and tips and tricks of how to like move around. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of centralize it there. And majority of my credit is business. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal credit is developed to where I just kind of just do business credit. Business credit is also a tip and trick, a hack. You don't have to have like any type of real business. You can just buy an LLC. Mm-hmm. LLC, and EIN. That LLC now has its own credit profile. Mm-hmm. You build it, just like anything else. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is, I max out business cards all day. It don't report to your personal mm-hmm. credit. Whereas you max out a personal credit card the next month, it's looking crazy. <laughs> 50, 50 Drop points. drops. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and business credit, if something goes left, the business. So like yeah, often you might heard bank Donald, they say Donald Trump is bankrupt, but which Donald Trump? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's Donald Trump, but he got all these different companies. Mm-hmm. Trump Tower. One company might have bankrupt. Yeah. Who cares? Keep it moving. Most most businesses, you know, the first like it take a couple times for businesses for them to actually be successful. Like real entrepreneurs, a couple of their businesses failed first before they really popped off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I 
Okay, so also I wanted to ask, like, what markets are y'all and industries are y'all always making sure to look at? Always, of course, we're going to look at real estate. Of course. Um, but we look at, like, minority communities. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not really the ones that wants to live in this land. Like, we're not going to go buy a bucket house or apartment. Mm-hmm. Even though the margins are there, we don't really play in that area. We play at the average consumer. So the 300000 is the last price point. Okay. Reason being is because, for one, those areas that are in that type of price point mm-hmm. are underdeveloped. So we'll go in and... Right. Buy a block mm-hmm. and develop it. But isn't there a reason why it's underdeveloped? Because nobody, nobody, nobody wants to go there. Nobody wants to go there. But when we say that, nobody wants to, nobody has that passion like how we do uh, to go back in, gotcha, okay. in a situation like that. Like, for instance, the the apartment complex that we're buying in New Orleans, they're in blighted communities, right? But it takes people like us to believe in the vision, mm-hmm. go in there and make it better, right? Takes a little more passion to make if, it work. If yeah. you don't have that in you, and it, it won't make sense to take mm-hmm. you to go into an area like that and yeah. do work. And you know, even if even if the numbers make sense, they'll rather go to an area that's like I said, like a bucket, Wimberg, something like Mid-time, that, and just uh-huh. do the same thing, thing, right? But for me, I take passion in like the first time home buyer that that person that worked at McDonald's for 15 years, like, who felt like, oh, this is this is it. Like, all I can do is rent. Or all, mm-hmm. all I can do is have this, right? Mm-hmm. No, I let you know, you have a, a possibility to own a home and actually get passive income and grow from this and put your family in a better position where you're not using so much of your time, mm-hmm. right? And you're able to use it how you want to like just be happy like that's the ultimate goal and that's what i love about real estate because it creates that opportunity mm-hmm. for you to have the flexibility and do literally whatever mm-hmm. you want mm-hmm. well anything else besides real estate i have noticed they haven't mentioned anything about um like stocks for instance is it like too volatile for y'all or yeah. is it too risky especially with, with stocks like that risky. so i'm almost a gambler i'll go to the casino that's pretty I'm risky too <laughs> so we do have a stock portfolio be honest with you, it's minimal. Like mm-hmm. our stock portfolio is like five percent of our total holding. Yeah, like yeah, some Tesla, we got Tesla, yeah. Netflix, right. Netflix, Best Buy, stuff like that's that. That's the small stuff like Snapchat, like you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Things that we Chase. do on a day to day. So not interested in like metaverse, like what everyone's talking not about. Really. I do want to I do want to get an Oculus though. I want an Oculus. I want a VR set, but I don't know about paying for the metaverse. I think for us I'm not to say that it's not lucrative, but the returns that we're able to get are, like I said, it's kind of like a little different, whereas us investing in the stock is ultimately us allowing other people to invest in us because the dividend that you're going to get is a percent of a percent of a percent of a return. So me going to put 10000 in Tesla and letting it sit for a year and I made $1,000, I can go put 10000 in the property, you know what I'm saying, and make two fifty a month profit you know, and get a cash out refinance on top of it. Mm-hmm. So it just be that trade off. But for the diversity of it, we'll do it. Um, tax benefits, we'll do it. But as far as like actually going into it, um, no. Now there are people that make great money, like in stocks and forex and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of my classmates are millionaires um, off of it. But 
also the traits, they have to take the time to really learn those um, practices of how to best negotiate. Yeah, leverage. Pretty sure it was a lot of work too. Like I'm pretty sure you gotta really be on that. How you get up at four thirty? These dudes gotta get up at four thirty. So do y'all believe that? Do y'all believe like getting up early? Oh yeah, yeah. Working through the night. Do y'all believe in getting up to rest or whatever? And you feel like that's more. Like that's that's more important. More important to get because more productive. Well, yeah. I mean, like we definitely still get up early. Because with construction, you know, we might have trucks coming in at 4.30, 5.30, like concrete. Dumps are mm-hmm. dropping off mm-hmm. at 5. So we have to get up early. Um, average day, you know, we up and moving by 8, like everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm back to sleep by like 11, 12. Like I like to get my sleep. I do a lot a lot more of the operations and stuff like that. So he'll come around and like when the work already going on. You know what I'm saying? So I'm more so the guy that's like up in the morning, like making sure the crew is there, the doors are open, the drops are there. You know what I'm saying? So he's talking about it, but I'm the one that's actually living it. You know what I'm saying? I'm so then actually living it. Let me not let him do that. So. Okay. I'll be late sometimes. I already know what you about to say. I'll be late sometimes. Sometimes I'll be late. But nah, on top of that though, it, it's the roles though. Like, mm-hmm. As you said earlier, it didn't start like this. Clip will yeah. tell you, we was up in there on the roof, painting. Mm-hmm. Like, Clip, Clip was there. there. He was there. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You go to the park bus YouTube, you will see Clip on the roof with us. Yeah. Painting, mm-hmm. doing whatever we got to do. That was 2018, you know what I'm saying? And then 2018, 2019, then it became, okay, now we have a budget. We learn. Start mm-hmm. scaling more. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think a lot of the times, when you say, what would I do differently? Um, we started doing, at first we paid and got screwed over. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, all right, well, maybe we should try it. We would have started off doing it ourselves from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We would have stuck kind of to ourselves and, and would have won more. Because what happened was we started the house, hired these black dudes, they did a good job, and then as stuff kind of started coming inspections and stuff, they couldn't pass. So we had to go back and do it right with somebody who could pass. Mm-hmm. The other houses, we started doing the work ourselves again. We even had good success. COVID hit. Whatever, it was cool though. Then we got another house, started doing the work again. Um, Did COVID slow y'all down significantly? Or initially, mm-hmm. initially because we he had was nervous, right? He was nervous. <laughs> he was nervous. <laughs> uh, I wasn't nervous. I wanted to buy, buy, buy. I felt like it was the perfect time to buy because I knew everybody else was, was going to get time? nervous. And yeah. It was. It really was. It was. Mm-hmm. But to me, and we ended up selling a lot of stuff that we should have held on yeah. to, right? Because of the skepticism, yeah. the like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. I think. I don't have the stomach to allow someone who's invested in us to lose when I could proactively mitigate the you risk. You like to play conservatively. Right. So but then here's the difference between a $100,000 check or a $250,000 check. And he's absolutely right. But to me at that time of uncertainty, me you giving you back what I told you I was going to give you back yeah. versus making an excuse right. about my risk mm-hmm. when, you know, you invested in me. You don't know anything about the right. market. You don't know mm-hmm. what's about to happen. But what I do know is people aren't working and when they aren't working, there's no money being made. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People are losing jobs. Mm-hmm. The, the economy wasn't stable at the time. So I said, you know what, we're going to sell. Mm-hmm. We still made money. 
but you know, significantly less than he had intended. So what that meant for us was investors still got what they wanted, got it early actually, because I sold way faster than we were supposed mm-hmm. to. Um, but our margin was significantly less. We might have profited fifteen thousand on the house and we thought we probably get fifty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But for the face of it and the integrity of the company mm-hmm. was able to be done. Um, you know, at that time we were early on too, we had a lot of investors that, you know, had just had faith in us that were starting on their career too. Mm-hmm. It's your first year. You do your first 15, 20 bands, it's like, you know, I can't stomach that. You know what I'm saying? And because of those decisions, it still works to this day. Um, shout out Jasmine, that's my dog. Mm-hmm. She was away in Germany somewhere. Why? She put the button. Yeah, why? And she was like, you know what? I respect that we paid off early and mm-hmm. it's good for it. You know what I'm saying? If I call Jazz anytime, mm-hmm. whatever I need, she gonna send it. Like she was just mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, wait, hold on. Like, hold on. So hold it's on. like, it's stuff like that, though, like mm-hmm. that. You have to have, like, that comfort. Mm-hmm. Some investors are risky that will risk everything. Where's your bread? Where's my bread? And then. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, yeah it does. Like, yeah, yeah. just that natural gut feeling. This, this it tends to work out. Yeah. It seems like us is a little more on the risky side. But so your also, method work. Does your method ever work? Well, think about it, too. If you think about what you all have been saying, too, like, there are Spellhouse family. They're friends that are investing in. If it's somebody who's like related to you, you guys are probably more like, dang, homie, I, know, I already know what you're going through. You're going to give me your bread. You trust me. We're friends. I want to make sure you get your stuff done. And that's what it was Our word is all about, all, basically. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what it's about. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like, whatever we say we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then the last question, because I think Key was going to go towards it with you. Like, has going riskier ever, like, really, like, paid yeah. off? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you gotta take risks. You do. So yeah. I listened to him. Mm-hmm. In COVID, when we first, um, when we first started, like we had bought in January twenty eighth and twenty ninth, we bought three houses back to back, like mm-hmm. of twenty twenty was that twenty twenty or twenty nineteen twenty nineteen whatever that was twenty nineteen we bought three houses back. No, that's twenty twenty because that's when COVID happened. We bought three houses back to back. Boom, we're working on them. That's the ones we him clip jab. The whole agency was up at that work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, um, so real quick, so all of you know your mo- a lot of your relationships are from ABC that mm-hmm. that ABC, you work with right now. Right, like you know we right. we go there first. The real family first. first. Mm-hmm. The real family. Yeah, so how do you build your relationships outside of them? Like, or mm-hmm. are you are they enough to sustain what you're doing right now? Truthfully, like the agency is enough. Like we work. Wow. Like, oh, but we're yeah. active between that and the fraternity. Like, we travel and we'll go. We make it a point when we go somewhere to network and go to the frat houses and talk to these people. Okay, yeah. I'm in the alumni chapter because when I was here, year two, grad yeah. chapters and stuff. So we're able to expand. Granted, are we like, oh, only ABC? No. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is who typically gravitate towards us first. Like, my team of agents are all ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's like, I like the talent that we have there. We pay for that network, you know, so let's use it and help each other out. Um, Has there ever been any setbacks working with people you know? Or? Absolutely, to an extent, because it's like that, that blend between, all right, this is how I feed my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't allow certain things to go on. But mm-hmm. once you get, like, a good relationship on it and understand what it is, mm-hmm. the expectations is cool with me. A lot of times, conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't let feelings get involved with business. That conflict management, like, compartmentalizing and really making sure 
sure like it's business and not personal, that shit can be hard, but it's that's, so important. That's a that's a it's a fine line. Very fine. Once mm-hmm. you figure it out, it's good. Yeah. Right? Because here, here's the thing too, right? Because we'll get asked to do like either whether it's you know some advice on real estate mm-hmm. stuff like that or actually somebody asking about a project us completing a project for them like a construction project or something we're not doing nothing for like for we're not doing something for nothing if you get what i'm saying and a lot of times not a lot of times but some some of the times you you'll get approached with the people who want like yeah like that real like the hookup is like well i'm already giving you the hookup mm-hmm. like right. here this is the standard my so price is like, my price right. no, 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 real. You know my price is my price that's true and then you'll get it you'll be like your feelings will get hurt because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm telling you I don't necessarily have time to come pull up on your investment property and see mm-hmm. what you have going on or I don't have no equity in that mm-hmm. I don't have time to come sit over there and tell you oh you need to do this do that do that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm a phone call away you can call me mm-hmm. but do I have time to physically pull up and come check out your project no bro I don't and I know a lot of times people hit y'all up that'd be the frustrating part like they'll hit us up after the fact, like yeah. after something go wrong or like they're in a bad situation, then you'll call. It's almost like you didn't think enough of us to call before, before. you did this. So why do you think enough of us to call us now? Like, don't try to make the yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and that happens a lot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's just like having those conversations and just kind of mm-hmm. navigating through it. Um, but ultimately, we've had like really good success with the network, with the people we use. Um, and just developing it and helping grow each other. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times, being young, people don't want to give us opportunities. Um, people look past us being mm-hmm. young and black right. with anything. So we like, if we're in a position of, you know. You still a, get tried at this point? Man, what? This, <laughs> this deal in New Orleans. This deal in New this Orleans. appraiser tried us. Appraiser really? tried us. The agent tried us. Like, they really didn't want us to have a deal. The dude was like, when I pulled up, you know me, I'm the same regardless. Uh-huh. In the summer, I mean, in the winter, I'm. Probably buy a sweatsuit. I got every color you want, like chasing rainbows. Yeah. And some, some jewelry. And, you know, I pull up jewelry, I'm cool. I don't got to flex about my degrees, my licenses and stuff. I just pull up, you know. Mm-hmm. White guy, of course. You know, I walk in, I'm looking at this stuff. He's like, are you serious? Like, are you serious? You really going to do this? <laughs> I'm like, Basically, like, what? the heat check, like... Like you really gonna buy this? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like you even have the money for this? Like, like, what? like, like why are you here? Did y'all still do business with us? What? We buy it from what? What? Why are so, we still doing business with them? Here's why. Like, why I'm not about to put no money I'm like in your pocket. Here's why. When uh, stuff like that happens, I initially was upset. We were just coming. We just landed from Detroit in the uh, truck, the black truck. We're like, all right. He called me. He like, yeah. The sellers thinking y'all aren't serious. Da da da. I'm like, look, bro. What's the, yeah, like, what's the issue? He said, well, you know, a lot of times people that do these type of things present differently. I'm like, well, what? Wow, he like, I guess, insane. like, he expected us to come on suit, tie, tie or like, you know, khakis mm-hmm. and slacks and all that like mm-hmm. that. that and I'm just that. like, nah. I'm like, bro, there, I'm like, what? I'm not a yes man. I'm like, mm-hmm. so he's an agent talking to me. I'm like, wow. well, you know, I never said nothing uh-huh. about who I am or what I do. I'm like, well, you know, I own my own brokerage, right? I'm a broker. Right? You know what I'm saying? Top producer. Tell them what the difference is because some people may not know the difference between a broker and a real estate agent. So, so every agent is under a broker. Mm-hmm. So a broker advises, the broker's responsible, the broker owns the company. The contracts mm-hmm. and stuff are written from the brokerage. Mm-hmm. 
when a check is paid, the brokerage gets a check, and I pay the agent. Mm -hmm. A broker is the highest mm -hmm. level of licensing mm -hmm. in real estate. Right. So there's no one above you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I learned all this from that uh, Netflix TV show with all the black women in Florida. Yeah, selling 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 she was a broker. There was another broker who was a lawyer. So that's how it goes. So it's like, you know, when he's telling me this, he's seeing me as a young black dude with jewelry on and sweatpants and some sneakers thinking that it's sweet. But I'm like, bro, I'm a broker. Like, you can't even. You know what I'm saying? Outside of that, we real estate tycoons. So it's like, you really don't know who you're talking to. So like, ultimately, you know, in situations where you get tried, it's like a way to manage it. So yeah. instead of me getting in my feelings, emotional, I'm like, you know what? It's cool. I say, well, um, I call him. Like, you know, I could understand your perspective, but you're miserably wrong. Mm -hmm. I said, you should probably Google me and then call me back. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> and then he did. He did. He, did. he went to my YouTube channel oh, and yeah, seen yeah, a lot yeah. of his yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, the articles, he called back, hey man, I'm sorry, you know, oh a lot God. of people waste our time in this industry, you'll be surprised how much time is being wasted, and that, that, that. that's why the seller was kind of, you know, whatever, and I was like, hey man, I understand, but every situation yeah. is different, yeah. Yeah. Okay. you know what I'm saying, I said, honestly, if this deal wasn't a deal, I would have walked away and you would have cost your client mm -hmm. a lot of money, I'm not yeah. going to say how much, but a lot of comments, yeah. a seven-figure number, you know what I'm saying, you would have cost your client that because of how you profile me, yeah. not knowing I'm him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I could grab the whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everything, really. Like, what you want? Like, what? Yeah. But So I got two quick questions for y'all. I want y'all to She got one. Two. I got two. Jesus. I got two. It's quick. We it's like more, it's really an ender, for real. Yes. So what yes. are, like, five people that y'all should have on your team that you believe? Hold on. Like, hold companies on. always Please, have. Sit up. Sit up. Oh, my bad. So companies <laughs> always have, like, well, I'm going to just let y'all go before I say it. But what are five people you should always have on your team, no matter what you're doing? Mm -hmm. Five, five, mm -hmm. people. five people, yeah, on your team. Like you, companies always have an accountant, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, uh, yeah. attorney, yeah, like that type of thing. Like someone who has the ideas, and then someone who's more quiet and an expert. So, I think I may be hanging because that's what I was trying to get. Here we go. But who do y'all in y'all specific industries? Oh, oh, for for real estate? No, just like our. So it's like a team effort, you know. 
whatever we need, we look at our network first and go get. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we need mortgage brokers. Mm-hmm. My little cousin just finished his class. You about to get mm-hmm. a license. Um, home inspector. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got another cousin who's doing that right now. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like we have a constant plethora of things that we need, but we look at it like if we can build a team mm-hmm. that can fit the need, then we're going to do that first before we just go out and venture to support. I yeah, um, so, you know, that's the essentials. Mortgage broker, architect, subcontractors of different trades, property managers, um, realtors. Um, and then just from a business framework, of course, accounting. Uh, we have a team of attorneys for different purposes. We have tax lawyers, mm-hmm. business lawyers. Yeah, that's important. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I get yeah, cursed out by my accountants almost like twice a week. <laughs> yeah, because it just has to make sense. Okay, know? so and then one more, and it's kind of an ender, it really is. So we saw you promoting, we saw you when you were painting houses, we see you right here, where should we see you, like, in the future, in the long-term future, where are we going to see you I love this question. Where are we going to see y'all? Y'all going to see us. TV show, Shark Tank? Definitely, right. definitely, on, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> on, definitely on a TV show. Y'all yeah, I can see you. Yeah, I can see that. That'd be dope. But we're, like, kind of, like, to a point where, I don't hate to say it, but all these reality shows is capped. It's fake. Nobody's showing. It brings showing. in audiences. It brings in money. It brings in publicity. It's business. Like, I would probably have to beat Justin. Just like we would have to beat people. Like, all show to make sense. Even like Love is Blind. You just see man? these yeah. regular yeah. ass people with like Instagram <laughs> just regular. Two, 20 people like it. And then next thing you know, they're on this TV show and they're, mm-hmm. they got brand deals. $400,000 yeah. $400, brand deals now off of the brand deals. But, oh, think, reality but to us, there again, when you say early in the conversation, what's I happening, definitely what's want to do, uh, So, yeah. for example, right, I'm not going to say a show, but for an example, it's nowhere ever that an t- attorney and four other agents are at a, a random mansion on the same day and time doing a show. It don't even mm-hmm. work like that. If I schedule a showing, yeah. you can't schedule a show. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But on TV, it looks like, oh, they just all match the tree in this beautiful mansion. <laughs> <laughs> and who the hell is actually selling mansions out here? Like, I mean, yeah, you have to make it a little more dramatic, of course. It's you all packed. We all end up in the yeah. same mall, the same restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's just packed, bro. Like, it don't work like that. And they're not showing the real sides of the struggles of the process. Yeah, How do you get pre-approved? I would actually go into these houses, even with like the show the property brothers, right? They show more than typical, but not really. They don't show the acquisition. They don't show how much it actually costs to grab this house. What does that look like? How does that? I, we, how do you want any cops? Yeah, like we want to. How do they know is this? This is actually a good deal. The average person, like when you watch our show, whenever that comes out, actually you will be knowledgeable enough to know how to go do it from mm-hmm. the lending standpoint to writing the deals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we want. We want to show the real. So, we want to bring the knowledge to the community. I can see y'all saying do a reality show and then do your own spin on it. Mm-hmm. Have your own production say, this is yeah. what I want to avoid. So production like is really important, though, because production then defines how the show, like, yeah, the villain exactly. of the show, like, right. how you want it to show to the people. You guys had your own producer. Like, you put a different spin on it. And honestly, we be going back and forth about it. Like, a lot of the times, we be kind of, like, under the wraps. Like, our work speak for itself. We don't really got to put it out there like that. But I realized, like, with a lot of the stuff we're doing, mm-hmm. people seeing is believing. I'm big with content. I'm so like, visual. Man, I need yeah. to see it. Right, I and to this point, we do land a lot of big contracts, a lot of big deals. And, and the first like thing that. they mention is, oh, I saw this video. Oh, oh, I, I saw, saw that video. Mm-hmm. I saw this. Oh, I saw that. Like, it's I love the presentation. Yeah. It makes a difference. Yeah. 
But I'm like, man, it, mm-hmm. we've done so much more stuff that we don't put out yeah. just for certain Draw reasons. That, yeah, actually. You know, certain I'm things, we don't got to post. We don't got to yeah. post yeah, everything. Right. And like, I we do a that. lot of deals, but like, I don't want to put too much in front of yeah. people's face. And that's why I'm telling them, too, because it's like, I want to stay humble. I want to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like the sacrifice that I'm in because I know mm-hmm. later on, right, maybe five years or so, I'll be retired, chilling, okay. doing whatever I want. On the beach. Do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Right? I get myself because dirty. Because he'll, okay. he'll be okay. dirty. Okay. I'll be how old I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm in entertainment, so you don't know how old I am. <laughs> but, you know, about five years from now, definitely see myself just, mm-hmm. like, enjoying life and doing what I love doing, which is real estate, um, entertainment, and content. content okay, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Yo, this was so fun. Yeah, and then Cliff is telling me now what we need to do. So, <laughs> thank you both so much for coming. We're going to have to have that. I feel, we hope you all learned a lot today because we certainly did, right, Key? Yeah, definitely. Learned a lot. Yeah. We had a lot of fun doing it. So, make sure you catch the Property Bros YouTube, mm-hmm. Instagram, Instagram. Yeah. both. Do y'all want to say your IG handles real quick? Yeah, yeah so mine is at JB the Realtor, J L E E the Realtor. <laughs> Um, also, you can follow the brokerage if you're looking for a home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know, rent too. We got that too. That's okay. Florida Lee Realty. That's F L E U R D E L E E Realty. Okay. Yeah, we might have to put that at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. 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 Right there. Well. All right. So, Austin, where can we find you at? Um, so, basically, I'm on YouTube, Instagram. <laughs> uh, I got okay. a Twitter, but I don't yeah, what's know. Your, your what's your IG name? The Real High Joe. Podcast. All the money in the world couldn't even amount to a teaspoon of honey when it melt your mouth.